0: She Plus Me, a podcast that inspires and celebrates personal and professional growth. I'm your host, Nora Bade, founder of She Plus Me, an educational lifestyle brand. After going through my own wild journey of discovering my most authentic self through mind, body, and soul, I've been discovering what it takes to find your passion and to live your most authentic life. This is the place to be to dig into real and raw conversations with radiant souls, from everything natural beauty to holistic health, deep healing, personal growth, and building a purposeful life. Every single one of us has the ability to build extraordinary lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there.
1: Welcome back to She Plus Me. Today, I'm here with blogger, artist, and photographer Ali Beckwith. Allie Beckwith graduated from NASCAD University in 2015 and since then has shot some of the top designers and models in the fashion industry. Ali has worked with numerous international brands and has built a strong personal brand, not just locally, but nationally. Welcome, Allie. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Thank you for that intro. You make me sound a lot cooler than I am. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm like living through you. Oh well, thank you. So, you just got back from Hawaii not too long ago. Yes, we did a few days ago. How
2: was that? It was a dream. I had to pinch myself a few times. That place is so beautiful. I, yeah, I can't, like, we're already, we already want to go back. We're like, hmm, well, we don't have plans for Christmas yet. Should we go back to Hawaii? Like, I oh, totally And Yeah, I totally understand why people love it and want
1: to move there and do move
2: there and like I get it
1: it's amazing it's on my bucket list so many people that I know have gone there and like that's exactly the response that I get almost every time I'm like I have to go there next yeah you do
2: (laughs) we loved Maui more than Oahu just because I feel like it was a little more like chill and quiet and more like laid back there wasn't as many people yeah where like Oahu and like Honolulu is like a little more like busy and more city-like but yeah, there's just beaches everywhere, like it's a dreamland
1: yeah well, the waters look so clear and just beautiful, like yeah, it, we saw yeah. so many turtles, like it was no way, <laughs> yeah, we were literally like swimming,
2: and then Justin was like, we did buy, buy goggles like the first day just because I was like, well, you never know, like it might be funny, so then we he was like, go underwater and I went underwater, and literally there was a turtle like two feet away from me, and I didn't even oh know
0: it was kind of scary, <laughs> yeah well, yeah, I know,
2: as
1: long as it's not a snapping turtle, I think you're yeah. okay, no, yeah it was good yeah. <laughs> so um I have been following you for some time now, and you're from New Brunswick, and you've lived there um, your whole life. Is that correct? Um,
2: I'm from New Brunswick. I'm from St. John. I went to school in Fredericton uh, my Mm -hmm. first couple of years. I moved to Montreal for a little bit. I came back to Fredericton, and then I moved to Halifax, and I finished my degree in Halifax. And now I'm back in St.
1: John. Amazing. So back home, how how was your journey along the way? Like what made you pick uh, photography and like what drew you to the sector itself?
2: Yeah, I didn't really have any other plan. I loved photography. For as long as I can remember, like middle school, I like fell in love with photography and I never ever thought I would do anything else, which was kind of a really unique position to be in going through school where all of my friends were scrambling and stressing and their parents were putting pressure on them. Like, what are you going to do with you the rest of your life? And I was like, I already know. I I know what I'm doing with the rest of my life. And it was just like so weird. They're like, yeah, okay. But it was true. And I felt it from like since I was little and I never, ever, ever doubted it. And it was just kind of like, the <laughs> I look back now and I'm like, that is a little bit weird. Like you don't really see many people that do that. And I'm like, okay, I was a weirdo, but I just felt it inside and I knew it. And I just kept going. Um, So it really wasn't a question for me. And I just kind of ran with it. School was a little bit tough because I was, like I said, like obsessed with photography and the excitement that I had wasn't quite as present in everybody else's schooling experiences. So I was like a little bit unfulfilled. So I really did start my business in high school and really, really ran with it when I was in school just to get that extra like kick of fulfillment and inspiration and stuff that I wasn't quite getting in school. So yeah, it really just kind of went up from there, I guess.
1: So when did you decide like at what moment were you like, I want to make this a career like a full time thing? It was just like it just started happening. Like I never really
2: decided it. I just Kind of loved it and would take pictures of anybody who would let me. And I worked at the St. John Ale House in high school as a hostess, making I think $7 an hour. And then I would have to cancel or like reschedule my photo shoots where I was making $40 an hour (laughs) for a photo shoot. And so at that point, I was like, Oh, my God, I'm making so much more money taking photos. So I quit that job. And then
1: basically, I didn't I don't think I I don't even think I worked in university doing anything other than photography. That's amazing. I mean, that's a dream. I think that's kind of like what everybody aspires to eventually accomplish, like just doing what they love. But I mean, like, there's like that misconception too, where like, where it's your job and also a part of your lifestyle, like where is that for you as a, like an entrepreneur like where do you draw the line um
2: it's interesting because i think photography is
1: probably
2: what separates me from a lot of the other i guess like blogger instagram people on the internet because it is such a like foundation to everything that I do and that's like the first thing is I'm always like well what's the photo concept like what are we you know like what's the inspiration what's the idea like what's the photo gonna look like whereas that comes like so naturally to me and that's what's like the most exciting part of basically everything I do like even artwork like I can't wait to photograph it afterwards but I think when you're working like stuff like that is like fun for me especially like photographing like say like my own artwork but it's really where you are working with other people and clients and brands and stuff like that where you don't always have creative control. Mm -hmm. And that for me feels like a lot more work than if I just had
1: total creative freedom to really do whatever I want. Yeah. And that makes sense because at that point where like when you have the freedom to kind of run with whatever you want, it's fine and get to try out like different things and explore different things. But when you're collaborating, it's kind of constricting. Yeah, I definitely would say I do my best work when
2: I have total creative freedom. Um, It's when, yeah, there's so many guidelines or they're looking for something really specific like this. And then it kind of just, I don't know, I just don't think I accept. sell within such strict guidelines. But like, just like you said, it is a line between business and personal. So I just try to make sure I do a lot of personal work. Also, kind of like when I said I was in school, and I was working on my own business at the same time, like, I still feel like that I run my business. But I also really try to do as much personal work to stay fulfilled.
1: Yeah. So, um, going back to that point for a quick second. So when you were in school and you decided to essentially, I guess, make it your own and start a business out of it, like what were the steps that you took? Like, did you create like a business structure? Like what were, what were the Mm -hmm. steps that you kind of (laughs) took?
2: There was no formal structure at all. Like, like I said, like it kind of just started happening and I didn't really like, I mean, I knew and I was happy, but there was no long-term plan. I was just kind of going with it. And I knew what I wanted, but not how to structure it or like really have it legal, I guess. Um, But yeah, no, I would just like start taking photos of like family, friends and like family portraits and all that stuff. Um, And then friends of friends and it kind of just snowballed. While I was in school, I didn't register my business. I registered my business after I graduated and then... It's all been legit since then. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, don't would, guys. Well, Yeah, really. Like, well, my dad would always say he would say, um, "Like, don't worry about it until you make like if you're under thirty thousand, like, don't worry about it." And then, like, after I graduate, I'm like, "Dad, like, I have to start worrying about this." Like, this, you know, <laughs> yeah. like these, these numbers are getting to be really great. So that's when I kind of had to like start taking it like way more seriously. Like, I wasn't a student anymore. That kind of thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And I think, well, actually, that's a good point to bring up because I know for myself, like even going into like, much like you post-graduation, I kind of was like, I want to do my own thing. And like, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I just went into it blindly and I was like, oh, how hard could this be? But like, like the logistics behind like everything that you need, like a website, the registration number, the the tax ID numbers, like all of those things, like, yeah, it's all kind of like a fact that you don't really think about. Totally. And I always like knew in the back of my mind that
2: I was going to have to deal with it, but where like going to art school, like you can only imagine my math skills are next to none. Like yeah. I hate math. Like I'm the worst. It's always like surprising to people how bad I am at math. And I'm like <laughs> I just I it is it's me that's just it I know that I own it it is what it is but it is really hard um thankfully like I've learned things like payroll and yeah like HST and sales tax stuff like that but it's still like pretty it doesn't come naturally to me at all
1: yeah and that's a good point to bring up because I think that's kind of also like a challenge or an obstacle that tends to I want to say scare people away from like being their own boss or doing their own thing because an association of that is oh my gosh but the headache that I have to deal with if I do that. Yeah. And it is a headache.
2: And I thought about hiring a lot of it out,
1: mm-hmm.
2: But and I really should revisit that idea. But a few years ago, I remember getting a quote on an accounting firm or whatever for small business. And I was like, oh, my God, like, no way. Like, I'll figure it out kind of thing. Like, it kind of kicked me in the butt to like, OK, I'm not going to pay someone that much money when I really just need to sit down and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I did that. But now I'm in the better place. I think I could maybe I could afford to hire it out and I'd probably sleep a
1: lot better. I yeah. Explore that, that option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Well, going back um, to your childhood because I know you mentioned um, that's kind of when your photography skills kind of sparked and all of that. Like, can you tell me a little bit about like growing up? Yeah, um, I think I had a pretty normal childhood. I don't know, a really supportive family.
2: I think that is like also the really great foundation that I came from. Is I had only people around me that were encouraging me and supporting me and like really pushing me to go like get creative. Oh, like bring your camera. Like my dad would always like send me photo contests on the internet and Get me new camera gear for my birthday and like stuff like that. Like, they probably believed in me more than I even knew. Like, when I was younger, like, I didn't even really know. But I think that they saw something special, which I had no idea. Like, I just thought, you know, I was a normal kid, but they were kind of like, I think she could be really good at this. So, looking back now, I'm like very, very thankful that they pushed me to like go and like follow that and really pursue it because I think I would have kind of just like, I think I still would have done it, but I don't think I would have taken it as seriously because I didn't really know what it could have been, um, where I think they saw that more than I did.
1: Yeah. And that makes sense too, especially when you only saw it from like a passion side of things versus your life. Yeah, exactly. Like an actual career. Yeah. So like, what did you do to kind of like hone your skills? I
2: think that I learned a lot during my time in school because I guess Like school, I would say like would be like 50%. And then on my own time, like looking up YouTube, like Photoshop tutorials, uh, conceptual photography, like all kinds of things that I wanted to know that school wasn't teaching me. So I think that like those kind of skills and like getting my camera out, turning it to manual mode and like figuring out every single setting on my camera was not really something that I learned in school. School covered it eventually, but I had like already gotten into the weeds of things before I even started school. School was at like a pace that I was just like, I needed more. So I would like seek out so many other opportunities and workshops and photo shoots and travel and stuff like that to really excel. And I I was kind of like, I remember like looking around my class at NASCAD in my final months kind of being like, well, I know what I'm doing after I graduate because I've built this whole thing behind me that I can't wait to graduate so I can just focus on it. Whereas a lot of the other people in my classes were kind of 100% in school. Yeah. Where like, that's what I mean, that's what's expected of you where I was kind of half in school, half in my own world. But I was always wondering like, what? are they going to do come September? Yeah, Um, but that's a good point. A lot of them did end up working like at a coffee shop and like they do their photography on the side kind of thing where I did not want to do photography on the side. Like I knew that was obviously at that point not even close to an option, but I found that a little bit sad.
1: No, but that's also, yeah, it is. And it's a good point to bring up because I think like the point where you said, you know, you were in the classroom and like they were just so focused on school. I think like so many people kind of have blinders on and like the only focus what they're doing versus like, okay, where can I take this? Where can it go? Like exploring.
2: It's a big picture. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think that's also like, I guess, applying it to a bigger scale of like creatives and um, freelancers and entrepreneurs. I think that's kind of common. So for you, like on a business side of things, like how do you expand your own branding and your own services without, you know, having those blinders on? Totally. Yeah. That's something that's funny that you say that because that's something that I say
2: to my girls all the time now. Like I have two girls who work for me. We have a team of three and it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking of, they're always like, oh, we should reach out to uh, like this person, like this, you know, like this coffee shop in St. John or this. I'm like, think bigger, like think bigger. Like, you know, like I don't really see myself doing, I mean, maybe I'll live in St. John as a home base, but like traveling and like really like I love California. And like now I'm like, obsessed with Hawaii like I'm like think bigger guys like I'm always trying to encourage them to think a little bit bigger and not just like within the blinders of these streets and I think they're kind of catching on to that but I think it's just something that I it comes a little bit naturally to me because when I picture my life I picture it long term I don't picture it within like a year and I think just like maintaining a lifestyle that is flexible and full of travel and photography and artwork and the ocean and like that's just kind of how I want to live so just kind of maintaining that but allowing flexibility, I think is important. But I do, like I said, I do have those two girls who work for me, which makes my life so much easier. So I can really focus on those things while they do a lot of the like business sides, negotiations, um... Callie does all my video editing and photo editing and stuff like that. So I can really focus on the creatives and the stuff that I, that's really comes naturally to me. Yeah. What I'm best at, not math, (laughs) that kind of thing. So it's, it's good.
1: Yeah. I I really like that you kind of said that and really honing in on like what comes naturally to you. Totally. Yeah. And
2: like a lot of the stuff, I mean, actually everything that they do, I have learned and I have done it for myself for so long. Mm Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I know the ins and outs of it, which is obviously helpful when they have questions. But I like that it does feel like expanding and growth now that I don't need to handle every single email that comes through that I, I don't need to edit every single photo that's taken like yeah. that kind of thing um, really does feel like growth. And I remember with I think when I first wanted to hire, I didn't know if I could afford it. I had no real idea of like how much it costs and stuff like that but I basically just had to think like what like what we were just saying like big picture like in the big picture, I have a team of people working with me. So this is like, let's just hope for the best kind of thing. Like this is the next step. Are you ever really ready? Do you ever really know if you can afford to hire someone? Let's find out. Yeah. And, you know, I've always been able to pay them like it's been no problem. So it just feels like solid growth. And I think you do kind of need to push yourself to grow like that.
1: Yeah. I I love that you said that because when it comes to growth, I feel like there's a little bit of fear behind it because growth totally. comes with a lot of fear. So like for oh, you, yeah. did you just know or were you like, okay, I'm just going to take the this risk and see where it takes me? No, I definitely didn't
2: know. But I knew like long term that I wanted to have a team. Yeah. So it was kind of like, well, this, I don't know if this is the right time or not, but eventually I want to have a team. So let's try it kind of thing. And it's really taught me a lot about letting things go, like letting go of things that I would normally do, like answer every email and edit every photo. So really training people how to do That has been interesting for me and a little bit challenging because I think I I did it so long for myself that I like I knew everything was handled, like I knew every single thing was done the way I wanted it to be. So kind of like trying to chill out (laughs) and let things like go a little bit has been a little bit hard for me, but I
1: think I get better every day at that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Like how how's the shift been like from handling everything to essentially just manning like your skills essentially like doing what you're good at (laughs) sometimes
2: it feels like paradise and I feel like I don't have to worry about anything, that they have everything taken care of. And other times I feel like scared Mm -hmm. because I like want to double check things and like make sure everything's handled. So it's kind of been both. And I think like once you like have like have a team like more longer term, like obviously everybody knows what they're doing. Like it's a learning curve for everyone in the beginning. But I really am looking forward to having like I really hope to have you long term. Like I'm thinking big picture, long term, like we all grow together kind of thing. So I really want to have like a loyal long term team. And so that makes me feel a lot more at ease and comfortable.
1: Yeah. So let's talk business for a second. So I love that you showcased that and the longevity of like what you want your team to look like and like team members being a part of like your growth and your business. What do you have? Like, what are the standards and the things you have in place to kind of maintain like everybody's on the same page? Age and everybody understands like your mission, your purpose, what your brand stands for, all of that stuff. What totally? Yeah, usually
2: I usually interview the girls too. I feel like <laughs> they would have a lot to say. I feel like I have like one point of view, but they would probably have like a really different point of view. Yeah,
1: and I, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure we both know from experience, like working with a founder. When it's their business, it's their baby. It's like a whole other ball game. <laughs> Totally, I'm like, oh, I'm super chill. They're probably like, no,
2: she's not. <laughs> um, but I think they were honestly, I think they were surprised about how kind of like, not. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I, I wish they were here. I don't think I'm strict, but a lot of things I really am non-negotiable about, like being on time, getting everything done in a seven-hour workday. Like, re- like I'm very particular about a lot of things. But the way we kind of manage everything is to we use Google Keep. Um, for, our, like, daily notes. Um, do you use Google Keep? Do you know what that is? I know of it, but I've never used it. Yeah. Okay, it's life-changing because it's, um, like, linked with your Gmail. So you just, like, go up, like, where, like, the... Like, your Google Docs are or your Google Photos and stuff like that. Like, it's right in there, Google Excel. So it's, like, this little tab, and you can share notes with... <laughs> like your team. So we use that every single day. Like every single day, there's a new Google Keep note about what everyone's working on that day. And then we have like monthly, like what we need to get done this month. Um, and like an ongoing list of clients that or like deliverables and everything like we need to be on top of is kind of all organized there. So that's really helpful. That's how we all stay on the same page, especially when I have them work from home or I just need a day or when I'm in Hawaii for three weeks. Like that's how we kind of like stay up to date with everything. And we also use Google Hangouts to, uh, to chat and we
1: use Google Calendar like every day, like basically all the Google apps. <laughs> Literally, it's awesome. So that's what you use in order like your day-to-day and then how was it like onboarding them in terms of like did you feel like it was always the natural fit like in terms of what you've created and how they aligned with it yeah i mean
2: i've we've interviewed a lot of people um i find st john is a little bit tough to like this is such a different kind of business to work for you know like it's not like irving where you study business and you you know, you get a job at Irving is kind of like what people do in St. John, yeah, like a lot of people were affirming. Yeah, For me, it was kind of like I studied photography and art and like my blog and Instagram. Like it's kind of like this foreign, like nobody else in this city is doing something like this. So for me to like find people to hire has been really challenging because it's such a unique opportunity. So that's been a little bit different. But Callie, our videographer and photographer and digital creator, she studied uh, photography and video, which was awesome. When I got her resume, I was like, Oh, my God, this is great. Because I knew I did want to do more video and like also photography. And I can't always be on both sides of the camera, which has been like another really challenging aspect of the business growth because a lot of the time I need to be in the photos that we're featuring on the blog, whereas I would much prefer to be taking them. Uh, So I knew that we had to eventually get a team member that could really cover all of that and work with me on like editing styles and stuff like that. Because like I said, like I used to, well, and I still do like do all of it in a really particular way. Um, So maintaining the the branding has been important to me. And then for the more like administrative stuff and contracts, And negotiation and brand partnerships and just like organizing like the calendar and stuff like that. That wasn't as hard because if you have like any experience in like fashion or business or kind of working with an entrepreneur, I feel like you could have that covered. So that has been a little bit easier to find, but yeah. Jill's great. She answers basically every email that I get and really like keeps me on track and tells me what I have to be doing that day. And she'll give me the folder of all the commissions that need to be done, what size, who they're for, the pictures that I need for reference, like just kind of like keeping everything on
1: track, which is obviously very helpful. Yeah, I'm sure like (laughs) saves you so much time and such. Yeah, Yeah.
2: it's really, really great. And I love that I finally can be in a position to have that ready is just like,
1: It feels so relieving. Oh my God. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Going back to a point um, that you kind of highlighted about New Brunswick and this kind of being an opportunity where it's unique in, in the province, how has that, like, do you find that that's worked to your benefit or do you think that kind of has affected you in a certain way?
2: I don't know if it's worked in my favor, really. I think even like places like Halifax have a lot more opportunity for photography and maybe not so much art, maybe art a little bit, but like more blogging opportunities, like stuff like that where St. John is smaller yeah (laughs) but I do work with um some of the local businesses here and it is really fun when I do I really love because like I said I love St. John I obviously like moved back here and I couldn't wait to so I have this love for St. John, but there isn't a ton of opportunity here. Yeah, for it but that's why I always tell the girls like think bigger, think bigger, like, like we were in Halifax for an event a few weeks ago, and just kind of like traveling, like we had an opportunity in Chicago and like, just like, bigger, I think is always like where my brain is at. And I love St. John
1: as a home base. Yeah. And how do you kind of go for that? Like, what are your strategies? Or like, what's The motivating factor that kind of inspires brands to work with you? Like, what would you say your differentiating factor is?
2: I would always say photography, um, because I know when you work with us, you will always get amazing photography, and that is something that is absolutely never compromised. So, I think that when you are working with a blogger or an artist or a photographer, you should know what their actual expertise is. So, yes, like I have gained a following over time. Because of my blog, and I think sharing my photography in life. But at the end of the day, like you're gonna get great photography to use, not only that is targeted at my audience that has been built over the years, but also for you and for your website and for your advertising purposes so you're paying for my audience like access to them to the people that well i like think they're my friends yeah. and <laughs> i
1: love that uh, you said that
2: <laughs> and, yeah, yeah and then also like really professional high resolution photography that can also be used like that's kind of like an added you know like it's kind of like the, i think those things go hand in hand Or you could work with a blogger who has 300,000 followers, but in which obviously that's amazing and you can tap into their audience and that's obviously very beneficial, Mm -hmm. but you might end up with a shitty photo that you can't really use for promotional purposes. We take a lot of pride in our photography and obviously that's super important to me. Yeah, of course.
1: You kind of touched on a point that I want to bring up is uh, social media you're following and obviously like your large audience. How has that like played a role in your life? Like in terms of has it been like one of those things that has affected you or whether physically or mentally?
2: <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because like I said, St. John's really small. Yeah. So when we go and it's honestly, it's not even, I mean, it's me a little bit, but I don't really leave my house when I'm home. I'm like in my studio or working or hanging out with Mason in the yard. But Justin goes to work every day. And sometimes I get messages. I got a message. It was actually on my time hop, um, like two days ago, from a year ago, someone sent me a message. was like, Oh, my God, I just seen Justin at work. And I fangirl. <laughs> I showed Justin that he's like, Who is that? That's hilarious. So, yeah, and like, he'll go to like get groceries after work or something. And he's like, oh, the cashier was looking at me funny. And then I was ringing everything through. And then she finally said, Are you Justin? (laughs) (laughs) And He was like, Oh, my God. So I think it affects Justin more than it affects me because I don't really go anywhere. But yeah, I mean, when we do go to like events and stuff around the city, and like, actually, like in Moncton, when I go to the mall in Moncton a lot, people always are asking me like, Are you Allie? Which is kind of cool. Yeah, Yeah, Mm. it, it is cool. And I obviously like love when people say that rather than just like stare at me funny, because I'm like, Oh, God, like, and like, most of the time, like, if they're like, I'm like, well, what's your name? Or like, what's your like handle? And I, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Like, we're chatting in DMs about whatever. Like, I, I, I like to remember and I really do try to like pay attention. So
1: I don't know. It's pretty fun. I love that part. Yeah. I could see for myself, like, I'm more of like an introvert. And like, and I definitely am too. But I think like, when I
2: do go out, like I said, like, it's kind of funny to like, because if you really think about my Instagram and Instagram stories, like, almost all of it is just in my kitchen. Yeah. Know? Like I am like basically at home all the time. So when I do go somewhere, I'm kind of like ready. Whereas if I had to go to work every day or I had to go out and about and whatever all the time, I think that would drive me crazy. But where it is just like kind of now and then it's not, yeah it's nice yeah
1: it's nice I'm prepared (laughs) it's like a nice sprinkle of a little bit of a confidence boost (laughs) yeah it's nice (laughs) I know you mentioned Justin and how he kind of gets the other side of things how how has that been kind of being I guess to a degree like your public relationship and like your public life when do you kind of like draw I guess the curtains and be like okay like this is private and this is for social media oh yeah
2: yeah. Well, it's funny. Cause like people probably think they know and see everything, but really they only see very little of what we choose to share. Um, which is just kind of like fun. Like we don't ever feel pressure to share anything really. Like when we do, it's more of like when we're <laughs> arguing about something funny or like whatever, like it's I mean, so much goes on that nobody sees, of course, but yeah, we do not feel pressure to share anything. Sometimes, you know, we don't share anything. So I don't, I don't feel pressure with that at all, but he, I just think it's funny for him because he is just the polar opposite of me in a way where he's a, an engineer and he works at a power plant and his life before me was just so different than what it is now. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah so I think when he started dating me I don't think he knew the extent of uh, I don't even know Justin
1: didn't even have Instagram before we met that's so funny Um, like that's hilarious because it's like now essentially the premises of your life (laughs)
2: literally we don't go anywhere without (laughs) the word Instagram being used at some point uh yeah so it's like pretty funny that he just got thrown into it but he loves it let's be honest I I love it he doesn't love taking photos but it's something that we're working on but that's also why I really needed a push to hire a photographer videographer because it was putting a lot of tension between Justin (laughs) and I in certain scenarios where I'm like we need to shoot this for McDonald's no you can't drink it (laughs) and you need to get the shot like now and it was just kind of like eh, obviously like I said he's an engineer he's not a photographer but I needed this stuff shot. So
1: it was like, well you're up <laughs> so that was kind of challenging for yes. us well, I, I love actually that you brought that up let's talk about relationships for a second here sure <laughs> I guess in like the world that we live in today like obviously Instagram and social media like that plays a big part and sometimes like that can create like some insecurities and some doubts and like so many different things come up I mean I'm sure the issues in relationships that are like big now weren't like 20 years ago mm-hmm. but it's like how has that been for you? Like in terms of like that, and also like like how long have you and Justin been together?
2: We started
1: dating
2: around three years ago now. But I, it's funny. I just think that I'm kind of like I just lay everything out, and even. Like in our first few dates, like I was kind of like, well, this is me. This is what I want. I don't put up with any of this. And I really love going to the beach all the time. <laughs> like kind of like, Be you like this or not. And like, if you don't totally cool, I'm going to keep doing what I'm yeah. doing. So I think that like that kind of laid like insec- insecurities to rest and things like not being on the same page or like not knowing what the other person is thinking. Like I kind of just like and i always feel like i just like don't have time for that and don't put up with that so it doesn't really happen like i kind of get all that out of the way and then just focus on like fun stuff and like what we're doing and yeah. you know for now i just feel like like and just like once you know who you are it's a lot easier to do yeah. that To kind of be more cutthroat about like what you do and don't want in your life. But I definitely have been in relationships before where they have been very confusing and, you know,
1: crazy. Well, I think, (laughs) but not this one. one. Um, But I think that's important to highlight and say because often, like, the conception when a relationship doesn't work is like, oh, there's something wrong with me, or like, oh, I need to change something versus like, perhaps that person just wasn't a match for me. And I think that's kind of where a lot of insecurities spark from. And that's where you see like, even today, like, I don't know, personally, um, as an observer, I guess, like, I feel like females are faced with a lot more scrutiny and a lot more um, peer pressure and like this competitive, like, kind of mindset that they constantly have to be better than the next female versus like okay well she's different and she's great in her own way versus like I have to be like her you know what I mean totally yeah Yeah. I do and I think that's something that really gave
2: me confidence more when I was younger was like maybe I'm not the prettiest person in the room but I have expertise in this this and this like I kind of like was okay with maybe not being the best the best looking or whatever. Kind of like things that girls think about all the time about like, maybe I don't have the longest hair or like whatever, like the prettiest eyes, but look at all the things I yeah. am good at. And I always like, like to think about this too like I would hate to for people to only know or like to think like oh she's really pretty yeah. and like period you know what I mean like I would rather be like terrible looking but like really great at something yeah like else. a little bit more substance so like, com- yeah exactly like just like being really good at something or like really smart or you know something like that I think is like important and I think like once you just kind of like accept that it releases so much pressure that you probably had building up and just like letting go of that like any young girls that are listening like let go of being the prettiest person in the room and then focus on being really great and known for something else.
1: Like I love. Yeah. Well, I think it kind of changes like your whole journey. Like you actually end up enjoying life a lot more than when you're focused on all the little things. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, definitely. And like, I feel like I've definitely like been there when I was younger, like in relationships or like something like that, where you think it's so important to be pretty or to be whatever and then that's like you're totally consumed by that that's all you're Mm -hmm. thinking about when it's like, oh man, that's so exhausting. So once you just get over that,
1: just accept you're not the prettiest person in the room. Move on. Accept (laughs) your realities (laughs) and your life will just be so much easier. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. yeah. So for anybody who is kind of in the same spot that you were or is interested in perhaps taking on photography or um, exploring their options of being in the creative space, what what would you recommend for them? Yeah, I would recommend just
2: start doing it and don't think about it or think too much about it. I find, I guess, so many emails and messages from young girls who want advice and they want to, you know, like be doing what I'm doing and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, great. Like, send me a link to your website. I'll have a look. And it's like, oh, I don't have a website yet. Or like, I, I'm i just thinking about it. I'm just trying to know what my first step should be and like stuff like that. And like all these excuses on why they haven't started. And that to me, like, I want to see someone that's like, here's a link to my website. I've already started doing this. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm doing yeah. it. And that's how I was. And I didn't really ask for help until I realized that people could help me. <laughs> um, so to me, that's so much more... Um, inspiring is just having someone start doing it rather than asking all the questions on how they think they should do it. Like that is so frustrating to me because that's not how you get anything
1: yeah. done. Yeah, uh, 100% true. I think you just have to like commit this is something that you want to do, whether you're sure that it's like your long-term, like this is going to be my future, my career or whatever the case may be. But I think you have to go for it. And even if you just do it for a year and you're like, well, this wasn't for me, but like at least you're doing something and you're learning from it. Totally. And I just think like talking about doing something is like my biggest pet peeve in the world. I know, because literally (laughs) eons talking about doing something (laughs) yeah it's it makes me crazy just do (laughs) it just start it it makes me crazy but yeah, I think that would be yeah. my best advice. Well, thank you so much for yeah. chatting with us. You're such a fun soul to just like chat with, I feel like. I <laughs> feel like I could have Aww, you back on again. <laughs> yeah, so well, I would love to. Yeah, it's amazing. On again. Awesome. Where well, can everybody so find you? My website
2: is allybeckwith.com. There you can see the blog, photography, um, available artworks, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then my Instagram is
0: at allybeckwith. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Want more? Don't forget to subscribe and to leave a comment below. Stay connected by following us on Instagram at shimi.co.